Trading that episode 42. In order to become reasonably good at what you're doing, you know, it becomes a lifetime change. The market's going to do something. Your job is not to fight it. The market never, ever runs away. It's always there. That personal diary of trading will make you a much better trader than... I could be right about the direction, but wrong about the trade. Don't focus on the monetary side. Trying to make too much money on a trade is what I have seen killed every trader. Your losses offer you some of the greatest insight you can find into your mistakes. Relax. Learn the process. Candlestick pattern trading is a freaking trap. Don't be in a rush to become a millionaire. Let the market tell you what the market wants to tell you. This podcast is not financial, trading, or investing advice of any kind. What's up traders, welcome to another instalment of the Trading Nut Podcast. I'm your host Cam Hawkins and today we've got Mercedes Van Essen on the show. Now Mercedes isn't just a trader, she's also a trading psychology coach. So today we get into both of those things, we meld them together and have a fantastic episode and we even recorded a little video that's going to be up on the YouTube channel after so make sure you go and check that out where Mercedes actually walks us through her price chart and we go through a particular trade setup. So make sure you check that out afterwards. But in the show, we do talk about something that really hit home with me. In fact, I had a bit of a tear in the eye when we were talking about it because I sort of, I just got it and I realized where I was on my trading journey, okay? So I think a lot of us just sort of go into this game and think, okay, I'm going to become a trader. But what we don't realize is there's a massive journey for us to get from A to B. So that decision point of I'm going to be a trader to actually being someone who can make money out of this. It's a long and hard journey. On average, looking back on the show, it seems to be about seven years for most people to get there, unless they do something dramatic like just condensing it all down into one and a half years when they spend literally 18 hours a day looking at price charts and spending their entire devoting their entire life to it not sleeping so there's two ways you can go about it now the question we've sort of raised in the show and i ask you to rewind and listen to it again is around the journey that you're on at the moment and where you are in that journey and if you can pinpoint where exactly you are i think it's going to help you it's going to help you as a trader so that's number one so guys make sure you check that out in the show it's later on the show so stay tuned some great stuff coming up the other thing I want to mention is something I chucked up in the chat room, so the Trading Nut chat room. If you're not on there, you can find a link on the site. It's in Telegram. Uh, jump on there, guys. We've got a you know great bunch of guys on there sharing various things around trading and what they're doing and crypto, Forex, futures, everything. So one of the things I chucked up there was a podcast I'm listening to, and it's from a guy that was recommended by uh, Tim Ferriss, actually. I read his read his Five Bullet Friday, and the guy's name is Naval, and there's an episode on his podcast, and I think he's only got like, actually he's got a few, but there's only a couple of chunky, chunky ones in there, chunky episodes. One of them's called How to Get Rich, and it's basically three hours worth of him talking around every single possible way there is to get rich, and what you essentially need to do. And there's one thing in there that really, really sort of hit home for me around leverage and then how it relates back to investing or trading and, and he actually does talk about investing and trading and uh and guys all i'm saying is just check it out because it will change your mindset as to what you're thinking when you approach this so check that episode out there are little chunk down versions of this so if you want to sort of dive into the leverage one i think there's another episode but all you need to do is search for naval n-a-v 
A-L in the podcast app and you'll find it. Or just jump on the chat room and I've got a link to it in there. So guys, a couple of things to do. Check out where you are on your trading journey in this episode and then check out that podcast from Naval. Hopefully those two things are going to help you get from A to B. Now, the last but not least, I mentioned that we've got a video coming up with, uh, with Mercedes. So check that out after the show. But I've also managed to secure a couple of discounts on what she does and what she teaches. So guys, if you want to check that out, they're up in the shop. She's got a, a trading psychology, self-directed trading psychology course. So if you're looking for someone to help with the psychological part of trading, and you're going to hear from her in a second, then go and check that out in the shop. And there will be a coupon either in the members area or somewhere there on the page. You'll find it, or I might even put it in the show notes of the of the podcast. The other one she's got coming up, and it starts in August 2019, so about a month from when I'm releasing this. And this is called Awaken the Inner Master Trader. It's bi-monthly chart reading and a trading psychology live group coaching class. So you guys are going to get to sit with her twice a month and walk through the charts. And on top of that, get the psychology ticking over as well. So that's up there. As I said, 10% discount on both of those for Trading Nut listeners only. So you go to the Trading Nut shop. If you don't find it there, jump into the members area. It'll be in there somewhere. So guys, two things to think about and three things or four things, five things to do. Uh, right, let's just get on with the show, shall we? Here we go, Mercedes. All right, folks, we've got Mercedes Van Essen here from mentalstrategiesfortraders.com. So uh, Mercedes, welcome to the show. Um, it's going to be an interesting one today, I think. So you're not just a trader, but also uh, have a highly sort of, um, well, quite a bit of background in trading psychology and helping other traders through psychology um, issues and problems that we all face. So uh, how are things over there? You're based in the UK. How are things over there in the UK today? Very good, but very hot. Thank you very much. Um, lovely to be here, Cam. Yeah, well, look, it sounds like the, they're having a heat wave across Europe. Um, I just saw on the news tonight, so uh, we're in the midst of winter here. But um, today we're going to talk about your journey into trading, and then we're going to dive a bit more deeper into some of the psychology aspects that perhaps you teach your clients or talk about on your on your website slash uh, Facebook page, and uh, and give the guys, a, I suppose, a lesson in, in blending the two together. So to start off with, do you want to tell the listeners a little bit about how you got into trading, what you sort of what attracted you to it in the first place, and also, uh, yeah, how, your story to, to where you got to today? Yeah, sure. Uh, basically, I'd say I was almost born with a love for trading. So don't ask me where this kind of came from, but from a very very young age. Even as a teenager, I was fascinated by the stock market. And I started um, life out um, at Comets Bank, um, training at Comets Bank, and that involved going to the stock market. And in those days, it was still, um, you know, proper pit trading and open outcry trading. And in that sense, very, very exciting. And I loved it. Um, however, I realized very quickly that the career in banking wasn't for me. And um, so I pursued um, a career more in personal development and worked um, in, in a very different field for a while, um, doing coaching for military personnel in Germany, um, out of all places, which was fascinating and gave me a very good grounding working with mainly with officers on the discipline and the mental mindset you have to have to um, succeed in life. And then about 20 years ago, um, 
um, change of life circumstances and I got divorced and I took up full-time trading and it was then that I realized actually um, having always um, um, advised on on larger family um, funds and, and things like this for friends and you know my my own um, family and my my ex-husband's fund which wasn't difficult so I mean I thought well you know it's easy you know it's not a problem and now I wanted to learn intraday trading and I thought well this is going to be so easy well I was in for the biggest shock of my life because I came up against psychological issues frankly which I did not think I had because until that day I considered myself to be you know sort of pretty much able to cope with anything and I'd been successful in other business ventures um, and um, really was what I consider to be easy-go-lucky well all that fell apart and within probably about two years of learning to trade I was a nervous wreck and that got me into a very different um, um, area of um, namely the area of studying Buddhism studying self-awareness um, studying the the wisdom traditions at large and understanding how our reality really worked how how because I just could not understand how come that a person who basically was fearless I've done a lot of flying in my life I was very keen on on aerobatics I was into motor racing and things like this so I certainly wasn't a wimp and here I was freaking out um, every time a tick would would go against me when I was in a position. Um, so, and of course, I displayed the same things pretty much every trader dis- displays at some point in their trading journey. Um, um, anxiety um, of being in a trade, fear of losing, hesitation, um, fear of loss, which of course all ultimately pertains to deep existentialist issues. And um, so I learned techniques like Reiki, I uh, learned theta healing and um, NLP, energetic NLP, and um, a number of other methods to help myself to get out of the um, mental fix I was in. That actually took probably about seven years because I was, um, I didn't, well, I had help, but not um, from a um, trading psychology perspective because whatever I did, the courses I did, they were just general courses and then I had to take what I was learning into the um, arena of trading, which was another challenge. And I know from the clients I um, started coaching, I've been coaching probably now for approximately um, 11, 12 years, something like this, working mainly with with, um, traders and I found out that Everybody I have worked with, from professional traders to new traders to independent traders with experience, they all have the same problem. So because ultimately, because traders are human beings and we are all wired in the same way. Our brain is wired the same way. And in that sense, the coaching side of things was actually very, if you like, enlightening for me because I realized I did not need to take my issues personal. We all go for them, depending, of course, on our own individual psychology, which is different for everyone else. And so that really opened up a very new um, place for me, which I love very much because trading 
is rather a lonely pursuit and working with other traders sort of opened up, if, if you like, a little community. Um, it was also around that time when I first did this that I met my um, partner. We've been together now for um, 11 years and he is retired. Um, hedge fund manager and institutional trader basically um, and who has studied Buddhism in depth and I would say my partner while not always easy is my my best coach um, because he holds me responsible um, for um, every time I um, digress and stray off the path which of course we all do again yeah it's 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 human nature and it is part of our evolution as a trader. So, um, you know, really the path has made me much more aware and um, changed my life completely because at some point, you know, in order to become reasonably good at what you're doing, you know, it becomes a lifetime change and you it's a lifestyle change rather and you become a different person but um, you've got to embody what you are teaching in order, well, to be taken serious and also to be able to help other people in a more profound and meaningful way. And so so how did you get your training when you're back in the day when you started uh, training, you know, around Buddhism and self-awareness and Reiki and Theta? I mean, how did you go about that? Well, how did I go about it? Obviously, I've got all the certificates. I, I went on courses. Um, I had a very good um, Reiki master um, from the Azuri line, um, which was fantastic training, somebody who lived close by to me. And I realize now, um, nearly 20 years ago, that at the time, I mean, it was way above my head, really, some of the things I learned. Then I did EFT, emotional freedom technique. Again, you know, this was a physical training. The energetic NLP was a physical training. Meta medicine, all these things were, yeah, I, I didn't do it online. I went to see these people to um, learn um, physical, the physical techniques and be completely immersed in this. And of course, also 20 years ago, it wasn't as common as it is now to do things online. Um, and the same, by the way, is true for my training. I, I went after the initial period where I was trying things out for myself. I, I had um, a guy who was trading stocks in the UK um, I was working with. And then my best training, of course, came from America. Um, I trained with some of the best, what I consider to be the best traders in, in America. And I'm thinking of one guy in particular, Jake Bernstein, who became a friend. Um, I've learned a great deal about um, what a good trading system needs to look like. wasn't wasn't always easy, but I learned a great deal. And so, so I suppose, how did you t how did you meld the two? To so all that training, how did you? bring that training together with the issues you're having with trading and to, to come up with something that obviously fixed a lot of the psychology or psychological issues that you, you're experiencing? Well, for me, it was learning different meditation practices. And I have to say straight away, I am not talking about transcendental meditation, which is probably the most common form of meditation and 
pretty pretty much everybody knows what transcendental meditation um, is supposed to be all about. Um, but um, I um, learned through trial and error that in order to you make meditation meaningful, a meaningful tool, a tool and a meaningful strategy to regulate our emotional states, something else was required. And all this came about actually about seven years ago or so when I was working with a group of um, ex-floor um, traders in New York. They were NYMEX traders, oil traders. And I was working, they approached me as a group, would I help them because they had problems with electronic trading, all of them. And some of these guys, they had their own seats on NYMEX and they had made a lot of money. So we started working um, basically on learning how we make up our reality. And that is basically learning universal laws and how they apply, first of all, to us and how they apply in trading. Because the two really ultimately are one and the same thing. So that all went very well, but it became obvious after a few, um, about six weeks or so, that, yeah, they understood what I was talking about, but the understanding was still at an intellectual level. And in order to have a meaningful impact on their trading, we needed to take that intellectual understanding and find a way to pull that understanding out of the intellect into the physical area of trading. So I came up with a series of brief meditations because one of these, none of these guys had any experience with meditation whatsoever. It was completely new to them. So I knew there was no point in say to the, to saying to them, guys, I want you to meditate on a cushion for an hour. You know, that, that would have just mm. gone straight over their head because they were into action and one of their problems was they were trading way too much and taking way too many trades. So um, I devised a um, very simple strategy which is very, very physical, physical and it involves seeing a figure eight. And around this figure eight, when I say seeing a figure eight, I'm talking about seeing with the inner eye, of course, here. And then I developed various visionary strategies around the figure eight. And each of these meditations was only about six, seven minutes long. So um, I recorded these, gave, gave these guys these meditations, and those who did them daily... And they could choose out of several meditations, they could choose one that suited them best. We started out with a general brain harmonization meditation. Every single one who did it on a daily basis reported within four weeks that they found it much easier to regulate their emotional state. Why? Because they were becoming more aware. They were becoming more aware, first of all, about how good it feels when the brain is in harmony, because the, that brain harmonization meditation is a very physical thing that pulls the brain into harmony very, very quickly. And you can feel it, You're, unless you are way, way, way out there. Um, you will notice a shift in your entire inner being, and it feels good. 
it feels harmonious. It's, it's um, shall we say, there is kind of a gentle joy even, if you like. And the more you do it, you are rebuilding the brain, you are setting new, you are training new neural pathways to be established. And at some point, this will create lasting change in your brain and ultimately in your DNA. I have to say it's not a one-day wonder, but over months this strategy works and of course that bring, means you are bringing a totally different mental state to your trading and this is what I teach when I teach people how to read the charts because traders go to the charts and they tend to see the charts with blinkers and the blinkers are their conditioned filters and their um, emotional filters, of course, which ultimately is learned um, behavior, learned thinking, it's, it's conditioning. And you learn through these meditations to move beyond it. And as the more you do this, you see the charts in a very different way. And bringing this together into a strategy that um, works for your individual psychology, your individual trading psychology is incredibly powerful. And obviously, I did this for myself. I learned then, as I was working with these guys from these ex NYMEX floor traders, that it didn't only work for me, who, who by that time had done a lot of the inner work. It also worked for guys who had no idea about any of this. So um, that was the start of how I work now, how I trade myself, and, and what I teach my private coaching clients one-on-one -on -one and in groups. It's, what's quite interesting is, uh, I mean, a lot of the guys out there, I mean, the, the, big, the big struggle early on is finding that strategy that's going to work with the, A, it's going to work full stop, B, it's going to work with yes. their psychology. I mean, is this sort of, does this technique help them get to that point? So does it not just help... Uh, guys who are out there who have already got strategies that work, but they're just completely screwing it up? Or is it guys that are trying on, on that road to discovery of trying to find a, a strategy that's that's going to work for them? Because I suppose there's a quite a good different set of tasks that you need to you know, do to actually establish whether or not a strategy works. For example, backtesting it or um, paper trading it, that sort of thing. Um, it, yeah, the question is, is the... Uh, is this, does the same approach work for guys that haven't got a strategy yet? Yes, well, absolutely it does. Because um, really, it's very, very simple, albeit not, not that easy to um, rectify when you don't know what you're doing. But all, um, shall we say, dysfunctional trading behavior, whatever they are, moving your stops, not being able to settle on, on one strategy, tweaking your strategy all the time, over-optimizing your strategy, having a gazillion indicators on, on your charts. This is all born from an insecurity, um, a fear, which pertains to always comes down to brain incoherence. If a brain is incoherence, there is no fear. If a brain is incoherence, it sees much more of the bigger picture. Therefore, when you are, say, new to trading and you're trying to figure out your, which time frame to trade in, what is best for you? For you? Do you want to um, follow an intraday strategy 
or a maybe a little bit longer term strategy um, of the hourly charts, uh, which um, could be, shall we say, kind of a shorter term swing trading strategy, in, right down to the longer term strategies taken of the daily charts, which is normally where new traders, they have no idea. They just like the idea of, of trading. It gives them independence, the lure of the big money, blah, 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 or all these things lead us to the trading table. But they also usually are born from a habitual brain incoherence. Because I want to say this um, right away here, brain incoherence is our habitual state of mind. Why? Because we tend to use the mind which is just one side of the brain rather than the whole brain to operate. Now, typically when you are wanting to do something new, like learning to trade, the mind can't help you. Yet traders think the mind will help them. The mind can only think in the past. The mind cannot think in the future because it has got no reference points for the future. There is nothing there. Therefore, backtesting which, by the way, is totally overrated. It only really serves one purpose, and that is to see if a strategy can potentially make you money or not um, in order to be able to trade successfully. You need to find a methodology that allows you to be comfortable in the unknown, and that is the right side of the chart. And that, in turn, means you need to be able to look in the into the past and take that past into the future in a way, in a, shall we say, in a holistic, or shall we say, holistic brain way that allows you to see the complete picture. You know, I, I know that is perhaps a little bit above, you know, above everybody's head here because it's difficult to understand. But this is why we meditate. This is why meditation is such a powerful thing because it pulls you out of the constraints or the limiting thinking of, of, of the mental side which, which we tend to um, use um, to live our lives. hope this makes sense. Yeah, it does. It does make sense. And look, we've had guys on the show before mention meditation. Uh, so we know that it's a it's a common thing that, you know, guys who are actually out there doing this day, and day, out, day out do. Now, I think we've we've really sort of hit the head on the uh, nail on the head here with the with the psychology stuff, uh, excuse the pun. Um, and oh. we I think well, let's dive a bit into your strategy and find out uh, yeah, what you're doing and and um, in the futures market, so we talked before, so you trade the futures market primarily. Let's get some stats around your trading to start off with. So what uh, what's your typical time frame? Well, I know that's not a stat, but hey, <laughs> it's a question anyway. What's yes. your typical time frame? Well, I um, now that's a difficult question because I use range charts. Now, um, uh -huh. and, and of course, range um, charts are not time-based, they are just based on the range. However, I have got a time element in this, and this is where my strategy, I believe, is actually very unique, because I use a thing called K-bars, which are, as I said, a form of range bar, um, together with a candlestick chart, because I'm also a pattern trader. And um, I, I use a combination, a, a little bit of GAN, 
pattern recognition. Again, of course, is very, very big on timing. Hence, I use the candlestick charts for the bigger picture. And I zoom in from a daily chart into a three-hourly chart, which gives me the ability to identify where I want to trade. So I have got very clearly defined trade setups where I look to um, have a risk-reward ratio of a minimum, absolute minimum, of one to one and a half, ideally um, of one to three to one to four or up to one to, to seven. And these trades are out there. They are not there all the time, uh, but they are out there. And I've learned patience. I do not have to trade every day. I wait for these trade setups purely and simply because I know in doing this, I am putting the odds in my favor. This is not to say I do do not have losing trades. Of course, I have. My trading system is probably about um, around 80% successful. And I tend to typically, if I have more than three losing trades in a row, and it does happen on occasion, um, I stop trading because I know that I'm perhaps um, too impatient, not waiting for the best setups, and um, not reading the market accurately as, as, I, as I should. So I step aside and wait until I am in, in better alignment. So um, then I um, have um, a, a strategy. I look for a breakout, a pullback, and um, on the pullback, uh, when it goes in the way of the breakout, I take the trade. So it's it's a very, very well-defined strategy, but it's not over-optimized because it works in all time frames, right down to um, scalping um, of a 4K bar um, to trading of a 40K bar, which is typically much, much longer um, term trading where you are holding positions for days. Um, so it works for people who um, can spend all day trading if they want to, to those who um, can only trade maybe an hour or so per day, which is basically the case for me because I spend a lot of time um, doing courses and working one-on-one -on -one with clients, of course. So, you know, courses, I'm talking about group coaching courses. Um, so in that sense, it's very, very flexible. The other side um, of it is um, my type of pattern analysis um, allows you to read market profile without learning to um, do a complete um, a market profile course, and um, which is the beauty of it that it is once you learn to read these patterns correctly, it's incredibly robust. And you will see by looking at a 180-minute chart exactly when you need to stay out of a trade. Very, very important. It is perhaps the most important thing I can teach my traders, my coaching clients, is when to stay out of a trade because the money invariably is lost through overtrading. And this goes, I have to say it again, whether you are a short-term trader, a longer-term trader, whether you are a beginning trader or an intermediate trader, I have worked with people who have traded for years. They give the money back when we go into these um, um, two-way trading periods where um, you've got two-sided trading that can go on for a long time. And people, if they don't recognize it and they trade these breakouts 
and they get spanked every time because the breakouts don't work. And the other thing, of course, is risk-reward. It's very, very important. Most people trade way, way too big for their, their, um, for their account. Cool. So, so uh, just to close this off, I mean, you, you talk about trading futures. You mentioned to me you trade futures. What, what instruments on, in the futures market do you trade? I trade mainly the indices purely and simply because of liquidity. And my favorite one is ES. There are always trades to be had in the ES, whether you trade the Asian session. ES sometimes has got very good moves. And um, I trade, sometimes I trade some of the currencies. Um, not so much of late because it's been, because of what's going on in Europe, mainly I, I like uh, trading um, Euro-Dollar. It, it's been all over the place and getting a bit of a longer-term trade has been difficult. Gold is good. Gold has been very good of late. There's been some fantastic trades in gold. And incidentally, also, if, if you look on, on a chart and look at the Globex session on gold, gold has been very, very good in the Asian session. Been fantastic yeah, trading opportunity, yeah. which lasted for a few hours. You, you get in there both on the short and on the long side. It's been an excellent trading vehicle. Yes, and and just to, to finally close this questioning off, um, what what's the average? How many trades have you got typically running at one time, and uh, how long do they run for? That varies. And so, yesterday, for example, I had a trade on on the S and P that only lasted. I, I should have held it a bit longer, but I didn't because it was coming into resistance. Lasted for about an hour. Um, I held whole trades overnight if I'm comfortable with it. By the way, I ought to mention these days, now that we have got the micros, the micro futures, I mean, they are fantastic trading vehicles. You do not need to be afraid to hold trade overnight um, because of um, having to have very wide stops, which you typically need if you hold overnight. You've got to have stops, um, 60, 70, 80 tick stops in, in the market. Um, so um, I can hold up to three days. Cool. And okay, right. So your typical trading day, I mean, you talk about doing an hour a day. Can you walk us through that hour? Well, the hour starts looking at the news. No trading takes place unless I know exactly what's going on. Um, if they are um, red mark news, um, I, I tend to wait until they are out of the way unless I see a trading opportunity where I know that I'm going to hold for several days. Um, so I do that. Then I um, zero in on the 180-minute chart. I look typically, as I said, I look at the indices. I look at gold. I look at crude. I have a quick glance at the currencies. And then I settle on one thing that gives me the best uh, risk-reward and return. And I will wait until I get a trading signal for that. It's not always possible because, of course, when I'm working with coaching clients, it would be a bit rude of me if I sit there and wait for my own trades um, to kick in. So it's got to happen, obviously, while I'm not working with coaching clients. But sometimes, obviously, when we do um, live coaching, we um, do typically shorter time frames for educational purposes. Um, so that can happen as well. 
cool. All right, look, uh, let's let's change tact slightly here, and I'm going to throw in a, an oddball question. So, cryptocurrency trading, do you trade them at all? Have you traded no. them? What are your views? Do I you think... speculate on Bitcoin, that sort of thing? Yeah, okay. I am totally against um, a Bitcoin, and I have to say, you know, I, I warned um, a, a trader about 18 months ago when crypto um, Bitcoin completely fell out of bed. They had a big position. They lost most of their capital. Um, I told them, caveat, get out, get out now. At the very least, if you cannot get out, tighten your stops. I I think, um, frankly, um, you have to ask yourself, are you a gambler or a trader? It is not for orphans stay away the trading arena has got so much to offer where we do not have to take unreasonable risks and where we have sensible um, liquidity where we can enter and exit without excessive slippage so um, i think bitcoin bitcoin um, well bit uh, uh, all these currencies um, cryptocurrencies to me are a no no yeah, it sort of reminds me of uh, when binary options kicked in oh, a yeah. few years ago, and everyone everyone just dove on them. Everyone was trading Crips forex. And everyone, yes. Yeah, everyone, everyone dove on binary options, and um, I mean they, they've sort of I, I don't even hear about them at all. Well, actually, no, sorry, I do hear about them now and again, but uh, I don't think crypto's going to die like that. But uh, yeah, it definitely sucked a lot of people who weren't traders into the trading arena, probably with a lot yes. of uh, yeah. inexperience. Now, moving on, uh, recommendations for guys who are out there thinking about starting to trade or possibly even have been trading a while. They've got a day job. What, do you, what steps do you recommend they take? Well, st- step number one, work on your psychology. And that means learn to meditate Learn to, not any old meditation, learn to meditate correctly. And that said, actually, I'm in the process of putting some meditations together from our Transformational Guided Meditations Academy, um, which um, I'm going to make available as a um, standalone product at a very sensible price so people can learn to meditate the correct way that helps them to identify the way in which they need to trade makes it a lot easier. So that's that's number one. I, I think uh, meditation should be part of everybody's um, trading plan. The next one is becoming absolutely sure of their risk profile. That is the next important thing to lasting success in trading. And that, of course, is a function of um, knowing how much money they are comfortable to put into a trading account and are willing to perhaps lose 50% of it without it affecting their lifestyle. And I mean, these are tough questions, but they have to be asked. And I'm not advocating that you should trade and lose um, 50% of your pot. The other one, of course, is about trading strategy. What are you most comfortable with trading very short term, which is perhaps the the toughest? And... um, but, of course, it can be done with a very, very small budget. Um, I'm not um, a, a favor of that. I would not recommend anybody to trade unless they have enough money, particularly if they are new to trading, um, uh, unless they have got enough money like a day job so that they can live and take the t- time to trade because trading, learning to trade correctly takes time. And just learning 
a um, automated or semi-automated system that is not learning to trade. Cool. And so you said before the show to me that, you know, it took you a number of years. Actually, you might have mentioned it here as well. It took you a number of years to get to where you are now. Uh, what do you think made you different from everyone else out there who jumps into the markets, has a bit of a, a fright and, and dives out again? What what traits did you take and what actions, uh, sorry, what traits did you have and what actions did you take? Well, first of all, I had always a genuine love and passion for the markets. I was fascinated by it from a very young age. And um, I think that also um, gave me the um, inner grit to see it through because some somewhere inside I knew what I could do, the long-term trading and investing side of things um, and had done successfully before I turned to shorter-term trading. Uh, but I knew somehow that I had it in me to pers- to become a um, consistently successful trader. So um, I did not give up and I took the most important step which ultimately saw me through and that was working on myself because trading in and of itself isn't that difficult. Price can only go up, can only go down or sideways. There is nothing else to it. Nice, nice, simple. Uh, Right, work on yourself guys. That's that's one of the tips from the show already so the next question and final question of this round is if you had to split it up into to news versus technical i mean what what portion would that look like for you technical because technical precedes the fundamental every time no matter what you trade and in thinking about technical analysis so you've mentioned some things already garn uh patterns candles, range bars. I mean, if you're going to send our guys out there who are listening to the show today uh, who possibly are in the newbie to slash intermediate group, what would you recommend they go and study on a price chart? Learn to identify patterns and learn to I get a feeling for um, the timing of a move. And that is, again, it's all about patterns. Patterns and timing of a move. And so do you want to do you want to expand on the timing aspect of that? Yes. If a pattern looks harmonious, and it's something I, I teach in, in my um, coaching um, classes, you can tell by just looking at a, at a bigger chart. I'm not talking about looking at the last um, 10 or 20 bars on a chart, but if, if you look at, um, say, um, a two-year chart or um, even a three-year chart, you get a pretty good idea of how long a move takes by identifying the angles, by identifying the way the pattern unfolds, um, I, by um, understanding the harmonics in, in a pattern. And this is... Actually, once you are good at this, it's not rocket science. It's the bedrock of any good trading long term. Now, here's a question that's not on my sheet, but it came up the other day from in an interview that I did with somebody. I was actually on their podcast. I don't even know if it was in the podcast or I think it was our chat after the show. And the question, well, it wasn't a question. It was a statement. And I just want to see if you concur with this because it's been ringing home to me for probably the last few weeks, actually, since we did it. Uh, So the statement is, and sorry, guys, if you're waiting for this, I'll let you know when it comes out later on in a few weeks or months or whenever it is. Now, when is that what was said was when you pick up this, when you, finally get the skill 
of trading, that's when, or the skill set, that's when things, sorry, it wasn't even that. It was almost like, when instead of like, but let's just say, instead of becoming a trader, you actually have the skill of trading. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Is that I know a thing? exactly what is, you mean. Yeah, is that a thing? Um, so it's like almost like you've got, it's like I can now ride a bike. Okay, yes. so you can um, you put see, me in the front thing of it. Yeah. That's absolutely right, Cam, because, you know, one thing I say to all my guys is you got to be able to see within a second whether you're comfortable with the markets in this moment, um, in this hour, uh, or even a daily time frame or not. And um, when you can do this, and you can go through a chart, boom, 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 just like that, and you'll know. You'll know. You can see straight away. This is what I call intuitive trading, because anything, if you want to attain mastery, it has to become intuitive. And um, without the intuitive side, you will always be mechanical. You will be laboring hard. It's, um, it's not really that enjoyable because it's efforting. And the whole overarching goal of trading, well, of life, if you like, is to become good at it and to become intuitive at it. And this is incidentally what meditation will do for it, uh, for you. Meditation is not about becoming the best meditator in the world. Rather, it is becoming good at trading life. Yeah, yeah. And I think, yeah, that's exactly what I was trying to get out of you. And you've answered it well. Um, so yeah, it was the, the quote from the the guy was like, "When you it literally he just literally said when you have the skill," and that and he was referring to trading. So it was like, "When you have the skill, then blah 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 blah." So it's it's yeah, like when you can ride a bike, you can go from A to B yes. on a bike. You know, it's as simple it's, as, it's as for that. Life. Yeah. Absolutely, it's for life. Now you see, here is the thing: when you look at trading. Trading ultimately is only one of the ways in which we have chosen to um, express ourselves. It it's, follows the same rules that are in life. So in other words, what I'm saying here, you, you learning to trade is no different from learning to ride a bike, learning to play tennis, or learning to ride a car. And it goes through stages. And the stages are like this. You know, it starts out, you are excited and you think you are making progress. You know, you see this, you have got aha moments. Hopefully it's easy. You are motivated and it's great fun. You know, the world is your oyster. So this phase lasts typically sort of about two months or so. Then as you learn more, all of a sudden the enthusiasm wears off and you become aware that there is a little bit more to it and things, the going becomes tough. This is also when people start losing money, start losing too much money, and most traders probably will give up at that point. So in that phase can last a long time. That can last six months, can last 12 months, particularly if, if people are going it themselves and don't get, get help. It's the time when you get new trading programs and, you know, the whole process starts again. It's excitement. Then the thing doesn't work. You get on to the next thing, you know, get this new indicator, blah, 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 blah. And after that, you enter, if you manage to get through this phase, you enter a new phase. And this is probably the most important phase, also the phase that lasts the longest time. It's when you're taking all the learning, you haven't given up, 
And now you are beginning to integrate it. You are maturing. And gradually you are learning what really works for you, for your individual personality and what doesn't work. This point you're probably going to um, seek out coaching, group coaching, you know, what, whatever you do, and you realize it's not a one-day wonder. You realize it's a lifestyle choice. You become really serious, and then gradually you are getting into a space where you are internalizing it, where lasting changes take place. And this is, you know, you have to do the same thing every day, day after day after day after day until new neural pathways are made and ultimately a shift in DNA takes place. You are becoming a different person. And I always say trading should be boring. You know, it's, it's automatic. It should be boring. You know, boom, you look at a job, boom, there it is. Is that my right risk management? I don't need to put Fibonacci things on my charts or what I, I can see. Straight away, boom, it's there or it's not. It's no big deal. If I don't trade for a week, I know it's no different from not ri riding your bike for a week or not driving a car for a week. It, once, you, once you are really good at it and it's automatic, you've got the skills, you've done the drills, you've got the skills, it's automatic. It's there for life. This is probably one of the best chunks of the show in I don't know how long. Um, it, guys, seriously, rewind the last five minutes and listen to this again because you should be able to pinpoint along the journey that we've just spoken about, the different parts of the trader's journey. You should be able to pinpoint exactly where you are on this journey. And I can A, think about a few of the guests that have been on the show in the past that are at the various points in the journey most of them at the at the pointy end um and then b where i've been in the journey exactly where i am in this journey now and uh and i know that some of the other guys that are connected with me and in, in chat rooms and so on and so forth i can see where they are in the journey as well and you know, look trust me this is gold so rewind the last five minutes listen to it again thank you so much for um for for talking about this mercedes i think it's really really good um now, I'm just going to go straight into the technical round from here, which is the, the coming into the end of the show. So these are quick-fire questions, and it's going to help the sum, summarize all of this up for the listeners and make this stuff really sink in. So first of all, how long did it take you to go from newbie to consistently profitable? Probably all in all 10 years. What's your mental approach to trading and do you have any special techniques you can share with us? I know you've already shared pretty much all of them, but <laughs> go for it. Hone your awareness. Hone your inner awareness. Do whatever you do with awareness. What's your favorite entry setup? Breakouts, pullback, and then taking the trade in the direction of the breakout. What strategies do you use to exit or manage active trades? I move my stops until I get stopped out. What's your recommend, recommended trading book? Mm, I'd like to say my own, The Buddhist Trader. <laughs> You're not allowed to do that. No, I'm just kidding. That's all right. Yeah, The Buddhist Trader it is. Um, what's, uh, if there was one thing you'd recommend any retail trader spend the next month mastering, what would it be, why, and how can they go about mastering it? Master yourself, learn to
to understand how your inner game works. Meditate. What's your preferred broker and trading platform? Ninja Trader. What was the worst trade you ever had? Well, that's not a quick answer. (laughs) (laughs) Well, in the first um, year of my trading, I was um, working with um, a broker here in the UK. And at the time, it was very easy to um, trade the big S&P contract. And I was long. And um, two um, S&P contracts, I woke up the next morning and I was down $2,000. And I was a bit shocked. So I phoned up Paul and said, what's, you know, I'm, you know, I'm down $2,000. I said, no, no worry, you trade it. He was Irish. Um, you traded two big contracts, but no worries. The trade will come around. So fine, we stayed in the trade. It should have closed out. The next day, I'm down $6,000. So at this point... I was getting really scared. Um, cut a long story short, the position eventually was closed out at the end of the week, five days later, $20,000 down. Um, I lost in one trade 20% of my trading capital. But what was worse, the damage that was done to my psychological capital was way, way, way bigger. It took me years to get over that one. Oh, wow. If you could leave our listeners with one piece of advice, what would it be? Don't be as stupid as I have been. If you make a mistake, whatever it is, get out. The first loss is always the best loss you can take. Okay, and the last question of the show before we wrap up, what's, oh, we'd like you to give us the bones of a full trading strategy, the entry setup, stop loss, take profit targets, market time frame, something our listeners can try it at home. What have you got for us there, Mercedes? Well, um, learn, uh, understand the, the resistance and support levels on candlestick charts. Everybody has got candlestick charts. Identify the areas where two-sided trades are taking pl- place, basically where it's flatlining, and develop a strategy around this that you only trade the breakouts either way up or down on a pullback in the direction of the breakout, of course. Cool. So a breakout of the support and resistance and a retest of that resistance or support. Yes. Is that right? Yeah. Cool. Okay. Look, um, before we wrap up, what's the best way for the traders to get hold of you? Well, go to my website, uh, mentalstrategiesfortraders.com. Or also you can follow me on Facebook, thebuddhisttrader.com, and my personal Facebook site, which is Mercedes Östermann van Essen. And, of course, I've got a YouTube channel, uh, Mercedes Östermann van Essen, The Buddhist Trader. Cool. Look, a big thank you to Mercedes for sharing with us today. Everything we discussed here, along with all the links, are in the show notes. To find them, simply search for Mercedes, just like the car, in the search box on tradingnut.com. Until next time, I wish all my listeners trading happiness and success. All right, guys, hope you enjoyed that interview with Mercedes. Now, a couple of reminders here. So, yeah, we did record a YouTube video up after uh, after we did the show, so you're going to see what these K-bars are all about. Uh, we're going to also go through uh, one of the trade setups and how she looks at a chart and reads a chart. So, guys, great stuff. Go and check that out there in Mercedes' show notes page, or you can go over to YouTube channel and subscribe to, subscribe to the channel because I'm putting these videos up there pretty regularly after these interviews. So a lot of great videos up there for you guys to check out. 
now, second reminder, if you want to uh, get access to either Mercedes uh, Trading Psychology course or the bi-monthly chart reading and trading psychology live group coaching calls, uh, it's called Awaken the Inner Master Trader, then they're both over there on the tradingnut.com website. There's a coupon code over there as well, and you're going to get 10% off. So if you, you've got to buy it through the Trading Nut. Uh, .com websites up in the shop, but you get a 10% discount as well if you grab the coupon code that are, is up there in uh, Mercedes uh, show notes page. And look, I'm guessing it's probably going to be Mercedes, that the coupon code. That's my guess. In fact, let's just make it Mercedes for, for ease of use. It's going to be Mercedes. Okay, so it's just like the car. Chuck it in the uh, the shopping cart and you'll get your 10% off. All right, folks. Uh, and last but not least, join the Trading Nut uh, Telegram group. And you're going to find in there, if you scroll up a little bit, depending on where you listen, or just do a search, you're going to find that link to the podcast I mentioned at the start of the show that I recommend you go and listen to. All right, folks. Until next time, have a great trading week. See you then. Bye.